This episode of the podcast is brought to you by belated birthdays. They're not actually a thing. Just tell someone you forgot their birth. I don't know what I hate wearing worse. Your face or your body. I mean, I enjoy boning your wife, but uh, well, let's face it. We both like it better the other way, yes? So why don't we just trade back? You can't give back what you've taken from me. Oh, well, plan B. Let's just kill each other. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast in which Frank and Zach swapped faces and then <laughs> traded lives. I'm Zach. <laughs> and I'm also Zach. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm Frank. Yes. And uh, today we are here to talk about Face Off. Yeah, we are. John Woo. The 90s. <laughs> man. This is just the 90s, like, in a nutshell. Pretty much, man. Like, this, this movie is the epitome of everything that happened in the 90s, except for boy bands. Right. Uh, so this was, like, a dedication for your brother, you said? Yeah, so this is, and that's why the sponsorship works out so well, because this will come out the day after his birthday. Great. So this is one of his presents. Therefore, is he, so it this counts. is like is this like one of his favorite films? This or is, is this... definitely top five of his favorite really? films. Like and I even asked him too because I watched it with him. Yeah. So here's the thing. So I watched it yesterday to take notes and everything right. like that. Because he said he wanted to watch it. So just in case he got home from work and was like, you know, man, I'm like tired. I don't want to do this. Like You watched um, it prior? I watched it prior just in case. Yeah. But then he got home and was like, oh, I really want to watch Face Off. And I'm like, fuck. All right. I guess I'll watch it twice in one day. I <laughs> That's actually too much. That is too much. <laughs> I, I felt... Uh. Really bored by halfway through the second time. Yeah, because the movie is already slightly too long. It is. <laughs> that like, is one of the problems I have with it. Oh, no. like there's just it, This movie is filled with problems. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> you are correct, but, like, sir. <laughs> but, I mean, it's very good. It, like, but for so... Like, it's so... It's not that it's so bad that it's good. Mm-hmm. It's just... Good enough. It, it's just good enough, but it's also just... I think it's a film that is very self-aware on how ridiculous it is. And you have two over-the-top actors yes. already who are then swapping to then play each other. So they kind of have to, like, double over-the-topness. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, and this movie also kind of came out on, like, an interesting point in both of their careers. Because Travolta, at this point was kind of like the good guy. Yeah. And Nicholas... No, no, I'm sorry. I think Nicholas Cage was more of like the good guy and Travolta was more of like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like all throughout their filmography. And then this... And they were both kind of like huge stars in the 90s. Yeah. So then they were both coming together finally. And then Nicholas Cage, who is normally the good guy is now swapping to become the bad guy, and then John Travolta, who is normally the bad guy, is swapping to become the good guy. But then they ultimately swap back anyway. Yeah. So it's a little strange, but it's just it, it, like there, this was actually kind of like a prolific moment in both of their careers. And you know what, too, man? Like their performances re- are like, fantastic. Are, are really fucking are good. really good. But I guess we got to get into like what's going on with it first. Do off. we need to? <laughs> yeah, we probably should. So Face Off came out in 1997. Yep. Directed by John Woo. Yep. I don't know anything else that he's done. Oh, okay. I don't really care. All right. Face uh, then off I won't go point. into it. Um. I guess there's more people than the two main characters, but really you have John Travolta in this who plays Sean Archer. Mm -hmm. You have the main antagonist who is Nicolas Cage who plays Castor Troy, which is one hell of a name. It's a cool name. 
You have Alejandro Navala, who plays Pollux Troy, Caster's brother. Yep. And then you have Joan Allen, who plays Eve Archer, Sean's wife. And honestly... Who that's, else? That, who? There's, Your uh, main cast is John Travolta. Yes. Cage, and I almost... And I, I was very close to just being like, it's just them two. Yeah. Who cares about anybody else? Yeah. Um, if you don't know the plot of Face Off... <laughs> It's a fucking disaster. <laughs> it's, it's such a crazy concept yeah. that couldn't have worked with anybody else. Um, so to keep it as as simple as possible, um, the movie is about a FBI agent who is trying to foil a terrorist plot. Basically, there's a bomb that was planted. Mm-hmm. So in order to foil this terrorist plot, uh, he undergoes like a facial transplant surgery to then assume the identity of the criminal mastermind who then also murdered his son. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, to basically get like information on where the bomb is because he's basically like, Hey, I'm going to assume your brother's face and then you're going to think that I'm really your brother. And Mm -hmm. then I'm going to get the information out of you. And then the other guy wakes up. Yes. And then he's like, well, I'm going to take your face then. <laughs> I'm going to take the surgeon, make him put the face on me, yeah. and then Kill murder, all yeah, murder the surgeon and also the only other two people that know about this. Right. And then and then you got face off. Yeah. I don't get why like they didn't decide to tell like somebody in the prison. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that make sense? Right. Because then you just take away are an hour of right, the plot. Right. Right. And the prison is so strange. It is. I don't what understand the, the why. Like, why is it such like a high tech, like futuristic prison? It's just so strange. With magnet boots, which I found out are the same boots that they used in the live action Super Mario movie, which I've never seen. Me neither. But, like the Goombas. <laughs> in Mamma it. mia! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he says that. <laughs> Probably. I think they go more into like his plumbing life in that movie. <laughs> um. All right. So we have to talk about. The true introduction to these characters. Yes. Because Nicolas Cage's introduction, like, all right, so you you, you actually have a fairly powerful intro opening. Yeah. opening scene in which, for some reason, uh, Travolta has, like, this weird thing with, like, touching his son's face. Yeah, I don't get why. It's really weird, like, doing it for everybody in his family. It's very strange. Um, and then you have Nicolas Cage's character, who's like an assassin of sorts, and 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 tries to kill Travolta, and does shoot him successfully, but mm. the bullet travels through Travolta and then fatally wounds his son, and then his son dies, and then Travolta's just like this fucking crazed uh, yeah, like, FBI I agent, yeah, and he's just like stuck on like my, you know, like this is like his <laughs> one job that he just like can't get over that mustache though. Oh, it's great. Um, and then his villain opening of like standing up and then face off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's isn't it strange that the like the whole point is to kill Travolta, mm-hmm. and when Travolta is like leaning over his dead son's body and crying, he's still looking at him through the crosshairs, in which he can shoot him again. Yes. But he just doesn't. He decides not to. I guess like so. Here's the weird thing too: is like <laughs> I don't know if you got this, but like there were two points in the movie. Where I was like, this is giving off like a real like Batman and Joker vibe between the two. And what two points were those? Uh, in the beginning, like the the fight scene, like the first with, one. Yeah, with the with plane, the, the engine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That where like he's asking Kinda. him like, "Are you having fun?" Yeah. And then again later on in the very end, where they're in the church. 
Oh my god. And you know what, man? Like the opening fight scene feels like it's the ending <laughs> to the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like it's, I know. this whole movie is and this is probably like my biggest gripe with it is it's paced so weirdly. It's so oddly paced. It's a two-hour-long movie that feels like a four-hour-long movie. Yep. And there's nothing I can do about it. Nope. And the introduction to Nicolas Cage's Caster Troy. Oh, my God. When <laughs> he's one. <laughs> the Pope, or not the, the priest. <laughs> oh, my God. Just headbanging. The, the headbanging that he's doing and... The groping of the choir woman yep. and the facial expressions are truly Nicolas Cage at his finest. Yes. I will say he gave a near Oscar-worthy performance, <laughs> if if I'm being so bold, <laughs> in this film. I don't know if anybody should win an Oscar for this movie. <laughs> I do believe... Uh. He was the star. I think, I think if we held the Oscars, maybe we would give it to them. Uh, but then I would just be like, well, Danny Day-Lewis hasn't made a movie in 12 years, but it's still going to go to Danny Day-Lewis. we got to give him something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just give it to like new people that we love, like Alex Garland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So the introduction to Castro Troy is... Honestly, like ridiculous, mm -hmm. but also like perfection because you truly kind of see the insanity in which he is. Yeah. And I absolutely love when he is just like walking in and he's just got like this, like this swagger and dance to him and he's mm -hmm. just swaying around. And then, yeah, he then he comes into where the choir is singing and he literally just starts like. Like whipping his neck around, <laughs> like <laughs> just woo, yeah, like yeah. pretending it's a rock concert. Yeah, it's so funny. It it is truly just Nicolas Cage at his finest. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the real introduction to Javolta is like this polar opposite, mm -hmm. like similarly insane, but more like just crazy because his son was killed and he's just obsessive now with with trying to find Caster. Yeah, because you get like where. He's in, like, his office, and, like, everybody's trying to figure out, like, where Castor Troy is. And he's just, like, freaking out. I was like, we can take a break when there's a break in the case. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I almost got to the point the second time around where I was like, I should probably take a shot or, like, a sip <laughs> of something every time a weird dialogue is said. Every time the eyes bulge out of the actor's face, oh when you God. take a shot. <laughs> because when I would be drunk halfway in. Yeah, I mean, once it kind of like leads to that first action scene, which you are correct, it does kind of feel like the final. Mm -hmm. It just it's and then it's kind of underwhelming when you reach the final action scene because to be honest, the action scenes in this film are actually filmed very well. Except, except for the final, like except when they're in the church. I don't mind the final one. I hate it. I, did you notice the what is it? The the wire on the guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Did, did you <laughs> notice so how, how clearly, blatantly, you can just tell the stunt doubles are the stunt doubles? Yeah. I Especially mean... Especially with the boat And scene. I think John... Yeah, oh, my God. You, you can totally <laughs> tell. And I think John Woo, it just kind of was just like, fuck it. Like... Why not? I think John Woo was just like, it's the 90s. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Like, <laughs> there was uh, also, like, something, too, where when, when Castor Troy, like, gets out of the car right before they get onto the airplane, mm -hmm. and, like, he flips, like, the coat that he's got. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I found out that this was, like, an homage to Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, I've actually truthfully, I've actually never seen Lawrence of Arabia. Neither have I. I, I just know that I it's just, incredibly I don't long watch, and incredibly good. Yeah, apparently it's like a masterpiece, but I just don't want to. It's four hours. Four long. hours long. I just yeah. don't want to dedicate that much time. We don't have that time. I, for I, it. I just don't. <laughs> um, I really don't. Like it's just 
That okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't I don't know the homage, but um, apparently that movie has like one of the greatest cutscenes ever, which is like a blowing out of the candle, and then it like leads into a desert, and I'm like, apparently it's like considered God one of the tier. greatest cut like ever <laughs> made. I'm like, all right, well maybe. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. the first action sequence is fantastic. I yes. absolutely love when Caster shoots the girl and throws her out of the plane. Yeah. And first off, and it looks go, Oops, yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he just kind of got like this like, oh well, like kind of thing and it's just perfection. Mm-hmm. And for, like the movie is just nonstop. When, when the action is going, it is just nonstop action. I mean, it's literally Travolta in a on a in like a their truck driving down the runway, then they hop out, hop into a helicopter, and then are chasing. <laughs> chasing. It's just such <laughs> bullshit. Like he's playing it's, chicken with a yeah, plane. I know it is. It is absolutely insane. Um, but, but it's yeah. a great scene. Oh yeah, it, and the whole action sequence, the whole first action sequence, is amazing. And when it gets to the point in which. Caster gets like blown away by the jet engine and then gets like tossed into the uh, the fence behind him. Yeah, it's it. It all looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It's Except filmed. for that weird shot of like the CGI where he's being blown back. Yeah, but like, that's I, very noticeable. Yeah, but you know, it's the nineties. Yeah, it could be intentional. I feel like this movie you can't even like really criticize like all of the negative aspects. Mm-hmm. For us, <laughs> are positive. are positives for like for almost everybody else who like appreciates this film. Well, that's what's crazy too. Like on Rotten Tomato, this has like a ninety-two percent because it's amazing and it's crazy. <laughs> like who does this? Because you have again two ridiculous actors who are then playing each other. And look, I actually think Travolta's performance in this is really good. Like Travolta, when they do the the face swap and he's mm-hmm. really technically Nicolas Cage, Travolta like, changes his voice to mm-hmm. sound like Nicolas Cage. Yes. And he delivers it almost perfectly. Like, it genuinely kind of sounds like Nicolas Cage. I know. And even so for, like, Nicolas Cage, like, with his performance of, like, being drawn to Volta and, like, being more of kind of, like, a stoic-type yeah. character. Yeah. Like, you almost lose yourself in who's actually who. Yeah. Because... If you really think about it, Caster Troy is just like Nicolas Cage dialed up to 10. Yeah. And Sean Archer is just John Travolta dialed up to 10. Yeah. So you have Nicolas Cage playing Caster Troy, who is then playing Sean Archer, who is played by John Travolta. Right. And vice versa. Right. Which, how does this work in any other I don't know situation? How, yeah, like, I don't even know how you, like, pitch this movie. And I, <laughs> like, it's I guess, crazy. like, a couple of people were, like, really interested in it. And you have, like, other weird things, too, where it's, like, I guess John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, like, a month beforehand, spent in the entire month just together trying to figure out, like, each a other's... A gay love affair. <laughs> <laughs> they became besties. <laughs> and they figured out, like each other's kind of like way that they act and like how they do it. And they focused on like forms of gestures and like things that they could say that they both could do. So it just seems like it's the other person. Yeah. Which is really cool in the fact that they went this in depth for this crazy of a movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, especially Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage is kind of like notorious for actually being like, a legitimate method actor. Yes. Uh, Travolta, I don't think so far. Like, I think he definitely, like, I know he for, Pul- I know, I know like for Pulp Fiction, he was like hanging out with like guys who were like, who were addicted to like heroin and stuff like that because he needed to like understand like how like drug users acted and, and whatnot. So like, but he, I definitely don't think that he goes like as far as Nicolas Cage. 
Nicolas Cage is just a whole other breed. It's just another brand, like just a breed. I really, you know, I wish that Nicolas Cage just kind of like stayed in the nineties. Yeah, he really like he he did fantastic for himself like during that era. And then you got stuff where it's like, hey, you want to play Ghost Rider? I know you're forty and your hairline's receding, but you can play a twenty year old. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when it's kind of like, oh god. And then he picked himself back up again with Mandy. And then even color well, out of space. You know what? I mean, I think you kind of, I actually personally like the National Treasure movies. I don't know about oh, really? I don't know about all of them because I, I don't remember all of them, but I do remember like one and two. Yeah, I, I remember really enjoying the first one and mm-hmm. the second one a lot. Um, and I think Nicolas Cage does a, a good job. Yeah. in those movies, and I think those are like really just great fun. You know, less action films. They're kind of like they're just it's history, so it's kind of cool because I get maybe that's why I like I have like a little soft spot for it because I really enjoy history. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, man. I just I kind of just wish Nicolas Cage just stayed in the '90s and just kind of lived there forever. Like, if he could just make these movies, these yeah. this style of film always, like I'm fine with it. Well, that's why. Like, you haven't seen Mandy yet, right? No, I actually never saw it, Mandy, and really I've heard really cool. good things about it. Well, I've heard like pretty split things about it, but. It's the crazy. things that the things that I've heard, it seems like the type of film that I would enjoy. Yeah, I think you would really enjoy it. Yeah, and and that's kind of where like he picks himself back up again. Like I said, where yeah. he figures out like, okay, this is what brought me to the dance, anyways. Yeah, so why exactly. not? Why not just embrace it? Why not it? steal the show? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, look, there's there's just so much to say about this film. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can do it like all. You know, I will say like my favorite scene in the film probably is the hideout like uh firefight mm-hmm. when at this point sean archer escapes prison i don't know how because once he gets out of the prison he realizes that it's on like a barge in the middle of the ocean yeah he's like not, yeah 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 and the helicopter that follows him is just like oh he jumped he must be dead let's don't send a search party at all what well, because you know what the plot fuck? holes like <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so many in <laughs> and then you have like the daughter aspect which is just really creepy with caster troy as yep. sean archer yep and then backfire because he gives her the butterfly knife dude what about like the somewhere over the rainbow oh yeah thing that was the that was probably the only part that i didn't (laughs) like about that firefight but like everything else was like really intense and really fun and then you have like the whole thing where he takes the drink and he's like i want to take his face face off off and then and then they they say it like 12 times (laughs) yeah and then you get to the point where it's like that really cool shot where once John Travolta comes in and they're looking at like they're back against the wall oh, the up mirror. against the mirror. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a great shot. Yeah. And then for them to turn at each other and like look at themselves in the mirror and shoot the gun. Yeah. Like it's it's a cool concept, but it also just doesn't really make sense. No. Because the wall is like the end of the wall is like three feet. Yeah. From them. <laughs> so just move like, your just, <laughs> just like just move your arm around and shoot. <laughs> you know? But like as a concept, as like mm-hmm. as like thinking of like the metaphor of like what it means, it's actually pretty cool. Yes, it and is. And kind of powerful actually. But then you have like the weird brother and sister that like kiss before he dies. Yep. I don't I don't know why. Yep. Why was that there? <laughs> Did we need that? No way. No, never. And then you find out like Castor Troy has a son. And then that just, like, brings back all types of emotions for Sean. Yeah. Where he's just, like, hugging him too hard and then saying Michael. And he's like, nope, this kid's name is Alex. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, again, like, 
The movie, the movie really does actually like try to have like some real heart to it. It does because there is like the aspect of like the family mm-hmm. and like the wife and and when Nicolas Cage comes in as Sean and no when Tra- yeah 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 when he comes in as Sean and he's wearing Travolta's face and he like he's actually like kind of a better husband <laughs> and boyfriend or whatever oh, yeah, to, he kicks the shit out of Hyde from that 70s show he does uh and he's just like all around just like more like romantic mm-hmm. and and whatever and and then i don't know like this kind of weird because like when at the end of the movie when when travolta gets his face back however that works yeah and I don't, because once you kill the doctor the, who, <laughs> yeah like who do you have else that's doing this <laughs> And then they ha- they had some shit too, where it's like this was ahead of its time for like stem cell and yeah. like three D printing with the ear. Yeah, yeah. So it's like holy shit. Well, originally the concept was actually supposed to be like a sci fi movie, it and kind of- John Woo was just like, I don't really wanna like Make go full blown sci fi. So there's like these little sci fi elements, but that is like a little bit more grounded in a somewhat more realistic story. Mm-hmm. But I mean, barely realistic. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, like originally the original concept was a sci-fi film, so that's why you have all these like cool technologies that are interesting and so you know kind of like groundbreaking, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's so it's so so strange how like how Travolta, who isn't really Travolta, is like sweet, like you know, just being like a better husband, and and he's like making dinner and just like more romantic and lovey with her and all that. And then like when real Travolta comes back. And it's really Sean. He just like shows up with with another kid, and is yeah. just like, "Hey, we're wa- gonna take him." And- I want to talk about that because it's like, <laughs> "Hey, here he is. Are you guys okay with this?" Because Maybe I- we should have talked about this prior. And how are you gonna say no when the kid's yeah, standing right, right there? there. <laughs> and it's like, "Hey, here's a kid who belongs to the guy that murdered our kid. Are you cool with that?" Yeah. No resentment, right? No. It's so strange and she's just okay with it yeah like it doesn't make sense no and i guess like i guess my my one real question is why does your brother like genuinely love this movie i don't know (laughs) i asked him yesterday too i was like please like be upfront with me like did you like this a little bit and then you got to the point where like you were defending it and you just can't stop defending it now because you look like a liar yeah or do you genuinely love it and he was like i genuinely think this is a good movie and I'm like, it's you're right and you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you are right and you are wrong. Yeah, I guess. Like, there's just there's, there's really something special about the film in yeah. which it's it's very bad, mm-hmm. but it's very good. Yeah, and it's not a movie that is so bad that it's good, and it's not a movie that is like in this weird realm of like. I mean, it's very culty it for is, sure, definitely, but. Again, there are so many things that don't make sense mm-hmm. and so many just problems. Like, this is borderline samurai cop. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've, but, like, you just have, like, at the time, like, these A-list actors who are in it mm-hmm. and giving really good performances. But you also have to be aware of the type of performances that they're giving. Yes. That's kind of, I think that that's really like where this movie sits is you just have to fully accept that like you know that Nicolas Cage is fucking insane and you know that uh, Travolta is fucking insane. Yeah. And now it's heightened to 12 in this movie and you just kind of have to embrace it. You just got to deal with it. Like that's the thing. Yeah. I it, mean it's 
it is magnificent, mm-hmm. but it's also a disaster. <laughs> there is like one point too that I really liked where when he's first going, like when Sean Archer is going in for surgery first. And he's like, hey, I know you got to remove the bullet wound scar. Yeah. Can you put it back for me once you're done? Yeah. And then at the very end, he's like, you don't have to put back the scar. I don't need it anymore. But that doctor doesn't know the original <laughs> story because the other doctor is dead. Right. So he's just like, all right. Cool. No uh, worries. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Glad I dodged that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, look. It's, it's 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 a hell of a movie. It's definitely I think that you can pretty much have a good time with it. Yeah, I think it's a great film to watch if you're just like gathering some friends around. And you're like, let's just get drunk and just watch this film. I mean, when uh, Caster Troy's like henchman guy gets like shot in the neck. Yeah, you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then he's just like talking totally fine, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> he's like, hey, wait in the car for me. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> it's just absolutely insanity. The movie is unapologetically 90s and unapologetically Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. And there is, I understand why your brother loves it, but I cannot say that it's a good movie. I can't really. <laughs> I I wanna say that I it can't is, say that it's a I, good movie. Yeah, in all honesty, I can't. say I can that say that it is very enjoyable. It is, and and I, and I have a blast watching it, mm-hmm. and I genuinely like it. But it's not a good movie. No, it, it <laughs> falls perfectly in the cult classic category. Yeah, and that's where it has to sit yeah. in order for you to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I give this movie seven faces out of ten offs. <laughs> 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 All right, and that's I like where that. I will leave this. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anything else to say about Face Off, or should I say Face Off? <laughs> no, man. Like it's just <laughs> there's too much to talk about, but also not enough to talk about with it. <laughs> it's a strange film. Yes, but I highly encourage that if you actually haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. whoever the listeners here, if you haven't seen the movie. I truly think that it's like a perfect like weekend movie. Like Sunday, you got nothing to do. Like throw on Face Off because again, this movie is like from my childhood, and Mm -hmm. I think my dad genuinely enjoys this movie as well. Yeah, you were telling me. My dad genuinely believes that it's a great film. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) You can't say it. I can't say it, Dad. Like I'm sorry. Um, It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like the Fonz with saying wrong. It's like (laughs) it's a like you can't. Yeah, no. So anyway. It's it's one hell of a ride for it sure, is. and I completely understand why your brother appreciates it and loves it so much. But happy, again, happy birthday, Matt! Yeah, happy birthday, Matt! <laughs> um, Zach, you have a recommendation? I do, and it weirdly goes along with this. So, Frank, face I- off surgery. <laughs> <laughs> so you know oh, how like I love like oh I know terrible- I know where this is going. You don't know. <laughs> I think you know I how do. I love like terrible shows. Yeah, and I love like reality style shows. Mm-hmm. So, Mackenzie Westmore helped produce this and i really like and want to recommend the show face off oh i thought you were gonna say botched no botched is okay i like botched i know you do (laughs) it's all right like i it's one of those shows where like i get into it and then i'm like all right it's on let me scroll through my phone until they show how they look now yeah i gotcha but face off is really cool i don't know if you've ever seen it no i don't know what it is so it's Every season, it brings in like 12 or so competitors where it's elimination like every week. Mm -hmm. And they are aspiring prosthetic makeup artists Mm -hmm. for movies. Gotcha. So what it is is that they 
each week we'll do something where it's like, hey, you have to make like prosthetics and make like, I don't know, a dragon, a witch, a robot, mm-hmm. a superhero, like anything like that. Yeah. And it shows the full process of them like sculpting in clay, like the masks and like towels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like doing any like body stuff too and picking out the wardrobe. And then they get presented on stage and judged for like the makeup and everything by some of the most famous makeup artists in movie gotcha. history. Yeah. And it's really cool because you're just watching like artists create. And then by the end of the hour, you get to see possibly a new generation of body horror or right. like just anything. Is involved. it always like scary? Is it always no. Good? like, no, no. Okay. Sometimes you'll get like fairies. Sometimes you'll That's get cool. like something like cutesy. Like there was one episode where it was like Alice in Wonderland style mm. creatures. Yeah. Which is kind of scary. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And it's one of, like, the few reality shows that I watch where it's not like, oh, I'm going to, like, go after this guy and, like, take them out of the competition. Mm. It's literally just artists, like, if they're stuck, everyone will stop and, like, help them for a minute. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And it's genuine. And it's cool to see because I like to see movie stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So face off. Face off. And then we recommend face off. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, what are we doing next? We are doing a movie that I haven't seen yet, Mm. and I heard really good things about it, so I'm very excited to watch it, um, and that is The Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, okay. Shia LaBeouf. Shia. Hopefully, we're going to redeem... Uh, From tax collector, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Um, it is on Amazon Prime, so if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was on Netflix for a little while too. Okay, so then, uh, well, it's not on there anymore, apparently. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So don't uh, you can't watch on Netflix. Um, so look forward to that. All right, Zachary, please take us out. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Now, Frank, I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs>